Hello, my name is Thomas Davis. I'm the minister in Carloway on the Isle of Lewis, way up in the northwest of Scotland. Hello, my name is Andy Longway. I'm the minister of London City Presbyterian Church. And welcome to the Jesus Today podcast. So good to have you with us again. Uh, thank you so much for keeping in touch. Uh, we love to hear from you. A reminder that you can email us at hello at jesustodaypodcast.com and you can connect with us through Twitter at jesustodaypod. Today is a special episode. We have two guests, um, Nathan Peters and Joanna Lip. Welcome to the podcast, guys. So good to have you with us today. Thank you. Thanks. Great to be here. Joanna and Nathan, uh, it's so good to see you here. Um, uh, we wanted to, uh, to ask you on because uh, you you are something very unique. Uh, you guys are both part of the Free Church and you're both young, um, which is just remarkable that there are, are young people uh, as part of this church, not just old guys like me and Andy. And one of the things that we love to chat through uh, today uh, is 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 both your your journeys uh, as followers of Jesus uh, and also uh, your uh, uh, your part in the life of our church. So a huge welcome, uh, and it's great to have you with us. So just to kick us off, uh, our special guests Nathan and Joanna, uh, we'd love for you guys to introduce yourselves. Nathan, tell us a wee bit more about you. Uh, yeah, I'm Nathan Peters. Uh, I'm from Glasgow. Uh, I attend the Danville Congregation. Uh, of the Free Church, and I'm I've just started university, so I'm studying uh, geography and mathematics. Uh, I just started four weeks ago, so yeah, it's going well, and um, excited to see what what the future has for me. Fantastic. Uh, so I'm Joanna Lip. I'm seventeen. I've just left school after fifth year, so I've gone a year early. I'm currently taking a sort of gap year thing. I'm just working at the minute and saving up some money for university next year, hopefully. Fantastic. We're looking forward to chatting more, but we have to start with our favourite game. Uh, he's right, I'm wrong. Andy, what are we what are we battling with today? Well, since this is a free church podcast today, I think we should battle favourite Sam tunes. Excellent choice, excellent choice. So I, I I know that Joanna's got good taste in life, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her, Joanna, what's your favourite Sam tune? I've just got to go with Golden Hill. It's I know it's a bit of an oldie, but it's classic and it works for me. So that's mine. Nice. Golden Hill, good choice, strong choice. Okay. Okay, Nathan, what about you? Um, I mean, Golden Hill's a great tune, but there's I think there's better tunes out there. Um, my, my personal favourite is is St Kilda. Um, I think it just really brings out the words well in, in Psalm 51. Uh, nice. So yeah, nice. St Kilda's my, my choice. Good. So... Golden Hill against St Kilda. Good choice. Andy, what do you reckon? It's a hard one. The, the one thing that I think Nathan is right on is that St Kilda really fits with Sam 51 and it brings out the words. But Golden Hill gets my vote. Golden Hill, sung with parts. Oh, it, it makes the hairs in the back of your head stand up. Agreed. It's beautiful. Andy, Andy, I mean, Golden Hill's a great tune, but... St Kilda is the goat of Sam tunes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm afraid, Nathan, I am with you. I love St Kilda. The tune, the main tune, but also when you have four parts harmony, it's just so, so beautiful, so haunting. So sorry, Joanna. I mean, I mean, strong choice, but Nathan wins it from my point of view. Oh, fair enough. It's a good one too. Why, why don't we put this one to our listeners, right? <laughs> I would love to hear from our listeners 
what is your favorite Sam tune? Golden Hill or St Kilda? Or even let us know about another one. Yes, we would love to hear it. Just just you can you can message us on Twitter, you can send us an email. We'd love to hear uh, what your favorite Sam tune is. And I guess at the end of the day, Golden Hill, St Kilda, they are both belters. Well, this podcast, we love talking about how we are following Jesus today. And what better than to hear from two teenagers following Jesus today. So I think it'd be great to kick off uh, by hearing a bit of your own faith story, uh, Nathan and Joanna. So ladies first, Joanna, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and a bit about how you came to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ? Right. Okay. So I've sort of, well, I've always been in the free church. So I think um, there's nothing really dramatic about it. It's just always been something that I've known and had growing up. Uh, I, I lived in Aberdeen, we went to Bon Accord. I loved it there, it was great. Um, the Sunday school was quite an operation, I would say. You know, there was, oh, there was, must have been a lot of kids that went. We all had our different classes and just going through the Bible stories, getting to know the Bible. And then we moved to uh, the Black Isle, where I am now, and went to Fort Twisby Church and sort of the same, going to Sunday school. Um, just listening to preaching and also camp has played a massive role I think in my life going away uh meeting all my lovely camp friends getting to know them and also the speaking at camp has just been excellent and I think it's sort of just a gradual thing for me that's become more clear the older that I've gotten so yeah that's it amazing amazing I think I think you know that that story is such an important one to tell you know because um so often people are maybe looking for a really dramatic um kind of uh moment uh from to go from unbelief to conversion in less than 10 seconds and for most of us it's it's not like that for the majority of people it's not like that 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 gradual process is 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 so often the way god works it's the way it was for me and i think you know the the imagery that the bible uses of a seed being planted and growing is so helpful because that that is just such a gradual process it's not like a it's not like the flicking on of a light switch um you know that does happen but but for most, it's just like how you described, Joanna, that that gradual process where you learn and grow uh, and are led on by Jesus. So that was great to hear. Nathan, what about you? Um, yeah, very much similar, actually. I mean, I've grown up in a Christian family um, and gone to church all my life. So just kind of grown up, you know, knowing the, uh, growing up to know the Lord. And um, yeah, never really, I've not had a sort of conversion experience at a single moment that lots of people have had, but it's... Um, yeah, just just grown up in that way. Brilliant, brilliant to hear. Yeah, so you guys are both um, just finished school, so you're about three quarters of the way through the dreaded teenage years. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit from you both about uh, how that's been for you. You know, as followers of Jesus, um, I think for many people, it's easy to think you know, well, faith is important, um, but it's maybe for when you know, maybe for later on in life, um, and and now it might even. It might even spoil my life if I was to follow my, follow Jesus uh, while I'm in school or while I'm heading towards university. Um, what's it been like for you to to follow Jesus uh, as as you've gone through these teenage years, Nathan? Let's let's start with you. Um, yeah, so obviously the world is quite uh, hostile to, to Christianity, I suppose. Um, but I've had the blessing of having Christian friends um, both in school. Um, so I mean, there's many people who who are the only Christians in their school, but for me, I had uh, other Christians who I could, um, who I was friends with, um, and we had CU, uh, SU, sorry, and that was a great opportunity for fellowship in school. And then outside of school, um, I've made fr- Christians to fr- 
Christian friends through camps, um, which has also been a real great blessing. Um, and, you know, there there have been times maybe where it's been quite difficult to be a Christian in a, a very secular environment, um, but it's it's never been too dreadful for me. Um, but there are there are many people, young people uh, in Scotland for whom that's not the case, and it's been very difficult. Mm. Yeah, thanks, Nathan. That's really really helpful. Joanna, what about you? Uh, yeah, I think it's been quite a a privileged sort of upbringing. There's not been I've not faced much hostility either. It's it's been great. I think I've not necessarily had that many Christians surrounding me in school, maybe. Um, but having Christian friends out with school sort of it's just sort of a back backdrop for you to sort of fall back on all the time and uh, I think that's been really important for me. The other thing is I didn't necessarily have there was SU groups in school but I wasn't I wasn't going along to them I wasn't um, sort of making use of them as I might have as I could have so coming coming out of that if that's maybe something that I would have done differently or something mm. that kind of would have maybe pushed my journey on quicker than it did maybe my faith journey but yeah um, it's been really great to have friends outside uh, where we are a lot of the churches where I am we don't have that many young people in our own congregations but we have YFs that we meet up together and there's quite a big number of us so that's been really helpful for me as well brilliant fantastic wonderful both of you have mentioned um just the, the role that camps has played in your life and your formation and growth you want to tell us more about free church camps, your experience of them, what has helped and some of your memories? Best week of my life, best week of my life every year. Uh, I love camp more than anything. I just think it's fantastic. Um, Nathan and I met at camp. We've become friends through, through camp and we have a great network of so many people who we have built relationships with. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess for anyone unfamiliar with what happens at camps, is uh, sort of roughly 30 young people, might vary a bit. Um, in a certain age bracket, uh, sort of all go to one one place, um, and there's about maybe twelve leaders, um, and they sort of there's lots of activities that happen um, throughout the day, and then usually in the evening there's a there's a talk, um, and yeah, and then discussions and things. So it's a really great opportunity to to have fellowship with other young people, especially if you're isolated uh, in in your own environment. So. I would recommend it to anyone. Um, I think it's between P5 and S6 that the free church camps have their camps for. So yeah, I just recommend it to anyone. Yeah, it's such it's such a good thing to be able to meet with other young people from all across Scotland. And, you know, we love sing, like singing together. It's such an amazing thing that we do and uh, that everyone does at camp. And you just, there's dorm discussions, you get to chat to your leaders, you build up relationships with your leaders. It's so important. I think it's great. The food is also very great. Oh yeah. yes, oh yes. <laughs> Fantastic, Andy. You've you've led at a camp. In fact, you met your wife at a camp. Is that right? I did. Camps are the most amazing thing ever. I met Marina at uh, as Westray six years ago. I cannot speak more highly of camps, free church camps. They're a wonderful thing. Huge shout out to all those involved in organising camps, um, Donald and all all those involved leaders across the free church. The investment that goes into making camp a special week in all the, the young people's life in our denomination, I think, is is huge and something that we sometimes take for granted, but I don't think we should. Um, and I think the biggest joy of speaking at camp is it, you're there for a week and it is a, 
a sort of like spiritual mountaintop experience. You're singing, mm. you're studying the Bible, you're having lots of fun, you're enjoying good food. But, you know, in many ways, when I think about it, it's like the Jews, they had feasts and festivals throughout the year. Um, and, and, and it was a high point for them whether it was a Feast of Tabernacles, which was the ultimate camping holiday of the Jews. I think <laughs> camp is just like that. Lots of fun. But we need these high points in our Christian life, um, really just to, to remind us that there is a that the, the church of Jesus Christ is bigger than our own little local church. And there are other people our own age going through the same experiences. And uh, we can all grow in Christ together. So, yeah, I absolutely love camps, Thomas. What, Thomas, yeah. what's been your experience? Well, I only ever went to one camp because um, I, I, I suppose I kind of came to the free church slightly later in life. I was a teenager when I first started coming to to uh, to the free church, so I didn't grow up going to camps. But I, I did go to one camp. Um, it was in Tibay in the Lake District. Um, uh, in it was in nineteen ninety eight. I remember it because the the World Cup in France was on. That's how I that's how I remember all dates just related to the World Cup uh, or the Euros. That was a great that's World sure. Cup as well. It was a great World Cup. So so I do remember uh, camp there. And it was actually it was a really special time. And um, uh, a very dear friend of mine, a guy called Roddy Cunningham, was one of the main leaders there, mm. and he spoke so powerfully about uh, about the gospel. And yeah, you could see the impact it was having. In, in people's lives, I was a, I was a Christian at the time, but I still found it such a such a helpful um, experience. And I think you know a couple of things I would I would add with camp. One is is that it's just an incredibly good laugh, and I think that's a really really good thing. There just seems to be so much laughter and fun, um, you know, which is 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 I think a really important aspect. Uh, of of our lives as Christians, I think it's so easy to think that following Jesus today means that you have to leave fun behind. Camp magnificently proves that that is not uh, is not the case. But one other thing that I think is really interesting, especially today, is that we've spoken before. We had a, we had an episode um, before about social media and our phones and stuff like that, and and the challenge that these can bring. But one thing that's that's really been interesting to observe with with camps, especially I've seen as I've seen my own kids go along to camp, is that you know one thing about about phones and social media is that they they make it so much easier for the camp group to to keep in touch and the the connections that are built at camp 20 years ago you know it would be a year before you got together again but now um these connections are are, are, are being maintained and and actually built throughout mm-hmm. the year um which is uh, is really really good in fact in the summer uh you guys were at my house nathan and joanna along with about I don't know, a dozen other campers. And uh, it was amazing. Brilliant weekend, but absolutely hilarious. I would come downstairs in the morning and I could open one room and there would be like four teenagers sprawled across the room. And then I would open another door. Oh, whoops, there's more in here. You just kind of find a room that doesn't have sleeping teenagers draped over the furniture. So it was it was brilliant so yeah campus campus awesome and like you said andy a big shout out to donald to mary to everybody who who contributes uh who contributes to that i think one of the things that camp highlights is the importance of being together as christians you know it's not you know though we emphasize the fact that that our faith in jesus is is a personal faith that we have ourselves a relationship with him is 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 our personal relationship that needs to grow we can't do that in isolation from from others and camp is a really important evidence of that that being alongside others helps us as we we seek to follow jesus but of course camp is just a small example of the of the bigger family and friendship group that that god established for us and that of course is church 
And we'd love to chat to you guys a wee bit more because about that because uh, I think that you know if you think if you think more widely across the UK today, um, maybe even in, it's the same in other countries. Church seems maybe like an old person's thing. It maybe seems like a kind of boring thing, uh, and it maybe seems like a like an irrelevant thing. And you know, here we get here we have two teenagers um, just on the cusp of whatever life is going to bring for you: work, career, studies, everything. Uh, is is church relevant? Is church any good? What do you guys think, Nathan? Um, yeah, absolutely. Church is relevant. I mean, I, it's it's where we go to worship God. Um, and I suppose if you're a Christian, that's really essential. And if you're not a Christian, you know, it's, I I would recommend it. Um, it's if you, if you listen to it and if you really try and understand what's, what's happening at church, uh, you really understand why it's, why it's worthwhile and what it's for. A really, a really great, really great for community as well. Uh, I feel lots of young people are missing. They, They feel they, one of the things they need most is community and there's lots of places they can get that um but possibly that isn't very healthy i think one mm. of the the best places for young people to have community is in the church that's a great point nathan yeah i think that that's a really really important point because we do you know at, at all ages we seek seek community yeah joanna do you want to add anything to that yeah i think it's definitely super relevant um it's a great way for even younger people like like ourselves to create networks, meeting older people who are much more experienced in there, have had more life experiences. Otherwise, you know, you're not going to make these connections with people. I think it's a great way to become friends with all different types of people through ways which uh, it's a way you wouldn't, sorry, you wouldn't normally have that opportunity if it wasn't for church. So true, so true, so true. I was wondering, guys, so we're we're all... uh, Thomas and I are ministers in the Free Church. You guys are members in the Free Church. What what about the Free Church in particular? So, I don't know, maybe people have got sort of a stereotypical idea or caricature of what the Free Church is like. I'd love to hear, what's your thoughts on the Free Church today in 2023? Yeah, so I guess there exists this caricature that the Free Church is a very sort of doer and austere, kind of very strict sort of group of people from the darkest recesses of the northwest highlands but um i'd say that could not be more false um i would say it's it is a very passionate church actually and that it's it's got a vision for for the future um it's passionate about sharing the gospel um and it's not it's not just old people there's lots of um efforts to to disciple young people as well um Mm-hmm. and camps is obviously a very good example of that but there's lots of other other things as well um but yeah i'd say that's the stereotype that exists is very misleading um and i would encourage anyone you know if if you're interested or if you want to see if this is true uh try try a free church fantastic i think i think that's just yeah such a helpful thing to hear um because it's so true those kind of stereotypes are there what do you think joanna uh, I think there's potentially a stigma that there's not a lot of joy in the free church. Maybe people have an idea that it's just quite a maybe downplayed place. Not much laughter or or smiles going on, but I would disagree with that. I think there's there's plenty of joy to be found at free church as well. 
Absolutely, absolutely. In fact, I would say that anybody who thinks that there is no joy in the free church, the thing that I would do is I would take them to meet Joanna Lip, <laughs> who is just the smiliest, most cheerful person I have ever met. <laughs> and and I think just a great example of the joy that the gospel the gospel brings into your lives. Andy, you know, you meet people from all over the world, you meet people from loads of different backgrounds. Um, do you come across this kind of stereotype about the free church? Not as much today um, as I did perhaps 10 years ago, you know, when we were in Edinburgh, maybe some people would have had a caricature and would be speaking about, oh, it's just a Highland denomination or it's very traditional. But today, I think people love coming to the Free Church. And I think some people really appreciate uh, where where we're really passionate in the gospel. They really appreciate the singing of Psalms. They really love yeah. the, mix, the mix of ages that they find in churches. They love the vision planting new churches and seeing existing churches revitalized and the more i meet people who, who come and say visit the free church here in london and they hear about aspects of the free church life they want to know more and they want to get involved if, if they're going to be here longer term so on the whole i would say it's a very positive picture what about you thomas yeah i think i think um it's it's probably, I would say probably the stereotypes probably maybe uh, are, are stronger here in my context. So, you know, way up in the Highlands and Islands. And, you know, there are a lot of people who maybe, um, maybe their experience of church has just been from childhood when, when perhaps there was times when, you know, things were stricter. Um, and that would have been true across all the churches here, not just, not just the free church. Um, and there was probably an atmosphere around church that was a bit intimidating. And I think that the shadow of that still casts in itself in uh, over people's um, perceptions of the church today. But what's amazing is that when when these people come back into contact with the church today, they're they're completely surprised by what they come across. I just saw that a couple of weeks ago. We had we had a a big funeral in in our congregation um, from uh, somebody who actually used to play for Rangers. Oh, uh, in wow. the sixties and seventies, a guy called Ronnie McKinnon, and we had a we had a, was a funeral for for him. He was, you know, he had uh, his mother was from from the village here, and uh, he was buried in the local cemetery. So we had a lot of people at that funeral, and then a few days later we had a wedding, which again has loads of people, um, you know, from the community who maybe don't normally come to church. And the thing that really struck me from both um, from both services was was the the number of people who who were just really surprised by the atmosphere and uh the the joy in the wedding and and the reality of the hope that the gospel gives us mm-hmm. in the face of face of death and it was funny because I, I was walking back we have a we have a funeral procession so we walk down the road and everyone uh, takes a turn to carry the uh the 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 frame which has got the coffin on it and it's a very very moving thing um and you know, after that finish, we were walking back to the church, and in front of me, those people talking, and they didn't know I was there, and they were like, "Oh, that that I wasn't really expecting a service. I wasn't expecting that." You know, and and it was in a good way, you know, because Wonderful. he was he was surprised, so I was delighted, and then he, then he turned around and saw that I was behind him, and he was all embarrassed. <laughs> I was I was very I was very delighted. So, I think you know, Nathan and Joanne, I think you've captured mm. captured things really really well. That you know, it really is um, it's an exciting thing. Uh, to be part of what I would want to say is that for for me and Andy you know you guys and your friends and your generation is a massive cause for excitement for us Mm. as well um because we we see 
just the way God is working in that next generation and seeing him, you know, bringing in um, and raising up uh, a new generation of, of, of people who love Jesus and who want to serve in the church is just such such an encouragement and such an exciting thing uh, for us to see. One last question. I want you to to, to just imagine ahead uh, 20 years from now or think about the next 20 years from now. Uh, think about some of the things, what sort of things excite you when you think about following Jesus, when you think about being part of the free church? What do you look forward to? What do you feel excited about uh, for the next, uh, the next 20 years? Uh, Nathan, what do you think? Yeah, so obviously it's um, a big stereotype exists that it's a very aging population who uh, attend the free church and just the church more broadly. Um, and I think the trends are that that's not necessarily true in the free church. I'm not fully mm. sure of that. Um, that is true, yeah. I think the age demographic is shifting downwards a bit. Um, but yeah, I guess looking to the future, um, there's lots of efforts for church planting um and also church revitalization so it's really exciting to see um prospects of yeah revitalized churches um especially after you know the last kind of well since the 1960s i think there's been quite a big decline so and that trend is reversing so it's really great to see that and i guess it's also you know exciting to see younger generations sort of growing up and uh them getting involved in the church um yeah fantastic fantastic what about you joanna yeah, I'd say the future of the FCYC, the Free Church Youth Camps as well, sort of uh, continuing to, well, hopefully we'd get the chance to lead at some of these camps after having gone to them for a lot of our lives. Um, and so, yeah, seeing that get even bigger, maybe grow and more people go to them, would be great, exciting. Fantastic. Yeah, that's amazing. I think camp celebrated its 60-year anniversary a couple of years ago. Yep. So here's to the next 60 years. Onwards it's, and upwards. Uh, it's, all, it's all very exciting fantastic guys thank you so much um i've just loved and with thomas just loved hearing you guys speak about being members of the free church and your excitement for the future as we draw this to a close and um, we're sponsored by christian focus and we love to do a recommendation for christian focus books and i wonder guys could you share with us what you're reading at the minute and maybe do a little plug for for what you're reading yeah, so I'm reading Seek by David Robertson. It's the, I think it's the second book in the Ask and Seek sort of series. Um, and it's just, I think he's gotten kids from all over the world to send in their real world questions and he's giving real world answers. It's easy to read, it's short chapters and I'm really enjoying it. Wonderful. Fantastic. Nathan, what about you? Um, yeah, so I, I'm reading uh, a book called The Spirit of Promise by uh, the late Donald McLeod. Um, so... It's it's about the Holy Spirit, um, what what he is and also what he isn't. If you're maybe interested in, in looking into that, then I would recommend it to you, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. I think that's brilliant. I love I love the combination of these two books, you know, Joanna, the, the kind of real world questions that, that we can have. I think it's so important to recognize that everybody has those questions and that and there are brilliant books like like what David Robertson's written to help you answer these questions. Um I think that, you know, sometimes we're facing challenging questions, but, you know, as Christians, we don't just shrug our shoulders and say, oh, I don't know. We've actually got, we've got really good answers, you know, and, and, and I think David, David helps unpack that really, really well. Uh, and, and Donald McLeod, well, we've spoken about Donald McLeod many times in this podcast. Um, he's just an amazing writer. And, you know, you're right, Nathan, it will be a bit more challenging to read 
but it's 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 worth it it's like it's like climbing a mountain you've got to put the effort in but it's uh it's well worth it to get to the top thank you very much uh, nathan and joanna and we will be praying for you guys um nathan at uni and joanna's in your in your gap year and we look forward but hopefully in the future we'll get you back on and see how following jesus is going it's been great thank you yeah yeah thanks so much for having us Thanks to you for listening as well. We've we've loved having uh, you with us and uh, it's just been a massive privilege to to chat with Nathan and Joanna today and we really look for, really look forward to having you with us on our next episode.